0: hey everyone this is david brownstein welcome back to the podcast on the podcast today we have jeffrey young now jeffrey young is actually the ceo of the global coffee festival yes yes i got i got the ceo of a global festival Uh, the reason why they are having a global coffee festival is that jeffrey actually throws coffee events across the globe he has them in new york and london and he decided that it was time to have a virtual global coffee festival because in this time of COVID actually people uh, as we know can't get together in person. Uh, Jeffrey was extremely uh, intelligent and passionate about the world of coffee and we went into detail about why a festival like this is needed right now and how it could be beneficial not only to coffee aficionados but possibly anyone who would wish to attend and learn about the world of coffee. So without further ado here is Jeffrey Young on the Return on Experience podcast. hi jeffrey how
1: are you very well thank you so what's the what do we have the pleasure of today so you look it's yeah what's the what's the program and what's the uh yeah what's the what's the angle
0: well listen i i make it i make it important in anything i do to talk to organizations that immediately when you go on their websites they have a manifesto i think that's very important to judge your professional that you guys (laughs) are really interested in what you're doing Uh, out of curiosity, because obviously uh, the need for the, uh, for the festival goes beyond itself. You feel that there's an audience for it, but when people write a manifesto, it really, I, I all joking aside, I think it actually states to how important you take this and how you recognize that you want to be very clear about what you want to offer to the community. Can you talk about that at all? Just really from the get go, um, the sort of goals that you guys set to try to really create the, this festival.
1: Yes. Um. So when, when COVID-19, you know, you know, pre COVID-19, we had nine festivals around the world and we'd b- built up a phenomenal community of coffee professionals, of people that love coffee, you know, coffee, you know, passionate coffee, you know, aficionados mm-hmm. and, you know yeah it was going to be the biggest year ever for our events business and we were really excited about everything that we were done so it was from london to new york to los angeles to, to sao paulo to paris to you know toronto cape town um, milan you know it was it was game on and then all of a sudden it was completely game off and and that sort of covid-19 unfolded and You know, the Zoom thing hit and and we knew that we had to do something very different. We had to adapt. Um, But most importantly, we we had a a huge audience of people who respect what we do, but not only needed what we had. And that was, you know, this community, you know, each of our coffee festivals, you know, especially the big ones, New York Coffee Festival and London Coffee Festival. You know, they were the celebration of our industry. There were... The industry, the people of uh, you know of New York City getting together to celebrate coffee, all for a good cause, um, and ditto in London, uh, and ditto in other parts of the world. And we felt we had a responsibility to, to keep the communities alive, um, to keep that dialogue going and, and going, and, and most of all, you know, as it's unfolded, we've we've seen how important it was to keep that sort of flag of optimism for our industry, for our communities, and ultimately for all the stakeholders in coffee, which really the re- ultimate responsibility is back to the farms, back to the people who grow our coffee, who pick our coffee, um, who give us that daily cup of coffee. You know, there's, a, there's so many stakeholders that come into the coffee world. Um, it, you know, literally touches so many hands And it was important, you know, because it was literally shut down overnight. And virtual was going to be the only way that we could do it. But then also, there was something seismic happening in the world of technology. You know, I think it was the CEO of Microsoft that said, We've just brought forward five years of technology in five weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, And Yes. Well, you know, so to create a virtual coffee festival, the vision was really to unite all the communities that we, that we'd had the pleasure of interacting with, of co-creating um, and being part of a, a large family of the global coffee industry. Can you,
0: I would love if you could expand upon it. Cause obviously in any live event experiences, which as you touched upon is really uh, kind of off the board, for a little while, uh, specifically with coffee, it has, I'm sure, an incredible uh, interactive element that goes with it—the smells, the watching of, you know, brewing, being able to communicate. Uh, so you talk about maybe like how you guys went about trying to ensure that you still have that uh, educational element uh, that comes with if you if you would go to a live festival, but also entertainment that you really also have to consider now that you're
1: online. Yeah so if if you look at our our physical events our festivals they are you know a complete exploration of the world of coffee so there's you know there's live music there's coffee cocktails there's you know in some places live roasting there's certainly tasting unlimited amounts of coffee um from all over the world um different stakeholders it, but there is there's, there's other, other, other—you know—people who are part of this whole journey, whether it's you know, alternative milks, you know, whether it's you know, cups and all the you know, reusable you know, cups for you know, to save the planet, etc. There's, there's this whole ecosystem of, of people and businesses that make up our world, and, and, and not to mention the baristas, the trainers, and the people that bring the industry to life every day. And so, it's really, really hard to recreate that. Certainly, the one thing that you cannot easily recreate, and um, is that's the tasting of coffee. Sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, there are you know festivals out there, beer festivals and others that have you know uh, kind of sent out samples in advance, and you know you kind of uh, you know drink with us and taste with us. Um, that that may be something for the future, but we 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 felt that was probably going a step too far and and probably I think we have to be honest with what we're trying to do. We, you know, we, we don't think that we can a hundred percent recreate, you know, the feel of human beings being in one room together. Mm. Um, but what we can do most importantly is, you know, to kind of be this common voice of, and listening and, and, and having, you know, at least everyone on a digital platform um, sharing, sharing ideas, sharing moments um, while they're not, you know, tasting the coffee as they would be at a festival um, and kind of, you know, spinning wheels and winning prizes and, you know, all that, all that kind of, you know, raising money for Project Waterfall and lifting up big jugs of water to, you know, to, um, you know, so many things that that we were doing that was, you know, just, just irreplaceable. Um, but nonetheless, you know, um, we've tried to recreate as many of the elements that we could. So music for one, you know, one, one part of the component and very important with the coffee industry. So yeah, we've taken musicians from the coffee music project and we've said, Hey, we'd like to be part of this. So we'll have music segments. Um One of the things that was a a, a real new one is, well, where does coffee come from? Well, you know, our community in Brazil, um, you know, formidable community in coffee, the largest coffee producing country in the world. We thought, well, what can we do that's special that relates to Brazil? So a visit to a coffee farm, you know, a a live visit to a coffee farm. Now, um, you you were unable to do this in the past in in a physical event. Um, we can now do this at least virtually. And and of course we will probably, you know, introduce these kinds of things to, um, you know, to our, our future festivals, our future physical festivals. Why wouldn't we have a big screen where we actually can plug in directly live into a coffee farm and talk with a coffee far- farmer, you know? I mean, it's, it's um, so that's one thing that we couldn't do. Um, also, you know, city tours, we, you know, we are, you know, visiting, you know, 12 cities around the world and we have, um, you know, people that have, you know, worked with us to get this content to create um coffee tours of New York City, coffee tours of Cape Town, coffee tours of, you know, the best places to go in Sao Paulo, Paris, you know, where would you go? And so we can bring to life and, and, and actually this, this whole global approach is what we've done differently and, and actually probably better than you can do in, in a live festival. So all our, you know, live festivals are very much local um, events with a global flavour. And here we have a global event with distinct, you know, at least 12 distinct global f- flavors that we're bringing in. So we're bringing personalities that people may never, never ever had the pleasure of meeting um, in New York city or in Amsterdam or in Milan. Sure. And, you know, so it's flipping on its head and using, you know, first of all, the globalness and, you know some of the creative elements so yeah there w- there will be master classes there will be how to make great coffee cocktails there will be you know how to make the perfect espresso um, and and the good part about this is all this material will go up onto um, on demand and this will be available you know for the next year ahead as well so this is this is content that stays around and actually becomes you know really meaningful because sometimes those moments of a great speaker you know in front of you know an audience of fifty or a hundred people in a room in a lab, giving a talk unbelievable wonderful. And some of that's all lost, you know, and now so we can keep all that.
0: Content. Right. And people can go back and 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 take it in whenever they choose to. Right. It's it's out. It's available now for them. And I it's interesting because even seeing the speakers that we're going to be talking at the festival and what the topics are, I think the coffee world actually, as much as I agree with you, I think there is something so wonderful about obviously being able to see it and taste it for yourself. It's a huge part of the experience. But I, I think there is a thing about coffee that's universal: is that it, it's designed to be innovative. You know, is that there's always a new search for a way of, of grinding the beans and finding a way to do a support pour of what you guys are doing. That there's this almost uh, uh, holy grail, elusive. Can we find the perfect way? You touched upon it like perfect espresso, perfect cup of coffee. That lends itself to that you're always innovating, you're always trying to find the next way to connect to this thing that obviously your audience loves so much.
1: Yeah. And, and the other, you know, augmentation that I would sort of add that we've, you know, been able to do very successfully, I believe, um, and, you know, the proof will be the pudding in a couple of days' time. But, we've focused very much on the business side of, of coffee as well, Mm -hmm. understanding that in order for, you know, the health of this industry and the health of, you know, for there to be great coffee shops that consumers can go into and, you know, get that perfect cup of coffee or learn about coffee, there needs to be strong businesses here. And, 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 um, you know, this, this, initiative this global coffee festival is also an initiative which is you know largely supportive to an industry that has been literally you know um uh, smashed uh, i mean uh, smashed out of the parts of wrong analogy it's been you know smashed into the ground and it is you know, it's, there's a lot of business that are very vulnerable, sure. and they're going to need um, solid business principles to kind of get out of this. So, um, not only um, you know, and there's a lot of content around the the COVID and the response to COVID and how the best companies are responding to the to you know to the challenges of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that. So there's there's technical and business kind of advice um, from the some of the best and most. Um, you know leading thinkers in our industry but also it's 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 a, a recognition that we're all in this together and that this is you know this is something that we're all going through and there's a lot of comfort in that um of people kind of knowing that you know hey there's, there there is this community out there and whether you're in São Paulo or, or or in Santa Monica you know y- y- the people are going through the same thing together and um we'll find solutions together. And, you know, I'd expect there's going to be a lot of collaboration that is going to come out, you know, from all this. Now, there's this formal, you know, you know one day kind of event where you know all this programmed um, content uh, is happening but then on the other side to kind of create even more buzz for the community we've created these fringe events you know very much taking inspiration from the Edinburgh Film um, um, Fringe Festival in terms of you've got your official program and then you've got this um, array of you know and this it's the same thing by for South by Southwest as well in the music industry you've got your formal programs but then you've got these fringe events where people can all over the world can collaborate can can publish um, cool stuff that they're doing and and connect and communicate to this global audience so we're, pro- we're providing a you know a major platform for people to go out and create at this time
0: that's interesting uh, can you, can you expand upon that? Because obviously I, I think there's always sometimes a division of maybe uh, people who are might be larger players in a field, not necessarily run or want to run in the same circle as those who are um, not of equal. Or sometimes those, those communities don't blend together. Uh, but is that true that, that everyone really tries to encourage and connect with, as you said, starter ups, maybe like if you wanna put in the music idea that indie band can talk to a larger scale person and they can interact with each other.
1: Yeah, anyone who loves you know coffee, has a kind of a connection to the coffee world can go on and apply to our fringe program and provided it, it's, you know, acceptable content that doesn't have, you know, any sort of nasty um, kind of uh, malevolent cont- uh, content that, you know, we wouldn't see appropriate for our, um, you know, edgy but wholesome audience. Um,
0: right. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, yeah, we, we, we want to make sure it, it's, it's, it's relevant right. and it's appropriate other than that you know, you you can be as edgy as you want, sure. but I mean, whether you're a band that, you know, just loves the whole coffee thing and want to get your voice out or whether you're a Brister and you, and you're, you know, really good at latte art or mm-hmm. whether you're a roaster and you want to tell the global audience, you know, buy my coffee. Cause you know, it's, you know, we've got sort of aged barrel, um, you know, um, matured uh, coffee that is, um, you know, perfect for cold brew or whatever, you know, there's a platform for you guys. And so that that fringe, you know, I mean, and then, of course, recognizing that this is the first ever, you know, world, you know, a global coffee festival and it's a, it's a huge, big experiment. Yeah. So we're expecting, you know, to have moments where things go absolutely to plan and other, other moments where, We'll go. Ah, that was not what we expected. We're expecting surprises. We're hoping for surprises. Um, and 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 you know, and you know, it's learning together as an industry.
0: Well, can you touch upon that? Because that's actually something we we I have as we have a semi segment on the podcast. And a lot of times it would apply to a festival that you would have, like you said, every other year, and the logistics of that. But uh, I like to think of our audience as people who are interested in the world of live of real. Uh, experience of experiences and everything that that entails, and I think something you touched upon is that anyone who goes upon this that journey recognizes that there are many times you do try something, and as much as, as excited as you are, it doesn't work, <laughs> and that and that's something that's important that I think anyone who's trying to create their own experience knows. And I was wondering if you could share, maybe just in the process of you coming up with, with this one specifically, something that you were very maybe excited about in the early stages that you were going to try. And obviously, you don't know if it didn't, if you're trying, you don't feel, really know. Like you said, it doesn't work yet. But maybe something like that
1: that you tried and you're like, well, that didn't work out. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll again, this is an idea. I think we're going to. The things that we wanted to do, um, I think we're a couple of days away from knowing which worked and which doesn't work, yeah. um, whether it's the audiences that'll, that'll visit certain um, certain elements and not others. So, I, I, it's probably a little bit too early to work out what hasn't worked. Right. Um, one thing we did set out uh, to do um, in the early days of planning, which we've had to dial back quite a bit, was you know there was going to be a lot of really live content from, you know, all over, the, you, know, a, a, you know, kind of initial version was kind of like the CNN of um, the coffee industry. And now we're going off to Brazil and, you know, and, and there is that, we, we, you know, this is a, 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 how I say, a production. And so we recognize this is actually a production. So we had to control a lot more of the elements. So we had to um, develop um, a, a lot of um, pre-recorded content, that will be absolutely bang on for this audience. But in order to get the, you know, it, it had to be very planned. That was the first thing we realized. You know, our initial vision was a lot more organic and a lot more kind of, you know, we're just going to be checking in with these guys. And, and you know, we thought, you know, because there's, You know, we just didn't want it to be another, you know, Instagram live thing where, you know, you get a couple of hundred people and they're excited about it and they listen and it just goes away. We quickly realized that in order to keep this audience, this has to be a very high quality. The filming needs to be absolutely top notch. Mm. Uh, The brand standards, you know, it has to feel top notch we have to you know not i mean, some amazing content out there on on live but it actually there's also a lot of um self-indulgence stuff where people are just raving on and without a script and you know so yeah we quickly realized that it had to be a lot yeah. more planned than that we'd sad. hoped for um and you know and then um we also had sponsors that we needed to Uh, Weave into the into the journey of this, and and they have their own um, needs, and um, again, balancing that has been you know you know a a, a, not a challenge, but you know it's been something that you're very cognizant of that we have to balance the um, the needs of sponsors and -hmm. the promises to sponsors, Um, but the integrity of the audience has to be respected as well, and if it's it has to be first and foremost be designed for the audience, uh, as opposed to being designed for the sponsors. However, you know, sponsors want value. Sponsors want you know. We wouldn't be able to produce the quality of what we're doing if there weren't some great sponsors out there.
0: Uh, I think that's that's right. And like like you said, I think you knew ahead of time just by by recognizing what's going to be the best potential option. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that now a little behind the scenes uh, i always like to know that i have you is there this real? because i did see as one of the um segments that you did touch upon tea now do the coffee and tea world talk is it like west side story like the sharks and the jets like we like each other but we keep it separate is there is there tea talk at at a coffee festival yeah.
1: is that, yeah. At our coffee festivals, there always is. I mean, we think there's, you know, I mean, the, the worlds of wine, chocolate, tea, coffee, there are so many parallels there, you know, it's important to learn uh, learn from. Uh, at the end of the day, the experience of coffee is a unique one, but it also, it's an agricultural product. Um you know, in order to appreciate, you know, the quality. Um, it's not just about, you know, it's not just the place of the whole experience, but fundamental to a human, you know, a human being going, ah, oh, that's a nice, it has to taste uh, fantastic. Right. Um, but also the ecosystem of, say, coffee houses per se, and coffee or coffee places, we could call them, you know, rec- you know, not every customer wants a cup of coffee. You know, tea's important in, you know, different times of the day. Uh, you know, so, so we're um, different customers. Some, some customers, you know, love the whole theme of, of the coffee house, the coffee experience, mm-hmm. you know, um, but they don't tolerate coffee or they don't drink more than one coffee a day. So you have to add that variety, you know, and so tasting chocolate, tasting, you know, the you know the cocktails, the coffee cocktails sort of thing, um, even tea, tea tails, um, tea cocktails as well. Um, and the, but then, but then baristas absolutely back to your first point is you know do we kind of go oh no that's not for us well the the people that really know about coffee are fascinated by tea as well. Hmm. You know the people that kind of the real geeks of you know that can kind of taste the gooseberries and the you know and the um, y- yeah the raspberries and okay i can i can there's chocolate in that and the you know orange kind of um notes etc um they're the same kind of people that'll get excited about sort of that tastings um in tea as well and likewise wines etc they so love that sort. Taste exploration yeah. uh, is really important. And, and and a lot of the sort of co- coffee, you know, coffee is an infusion at the end of the day in, in, a, in a certain form. It's sort of um, uh, infusing the kind of flavors of, of the coffee bean into water. Uh, same thing with tea. And so a lot of the high-end coffees, the certain specialty coffees that people really, really appreciate are quite tea-like. You know, and so um, in order to really get the nuances of that, you know, single lot coffee from, you know, a high altitude farm in Colombia, uh, in, in order to really be appreciated, that has to be brewed perfectly. That has to be, you know, and we're probably not talking about throwing it in, you know, throwing sugar and, and milk and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's pure in its purest form. And so there's a massive respect for tea among the the you know what what i call the coffee aficionados because yeah. they just like you know and 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 likewise for wine that those guys those super tasters are going to appreciate it all and then there is a moment for tea but you know we would we would say that coffee has the upper hand in society in today's modern society we need the perk i would agree tea's more of a soothing product it's a you know it's you know less associated with caffeine and more associated with that sort of ah kind of thing and um, you get that with coffee but you also get a lot more positive um, positive per cup.
0: I, I I am agreeing with you that and by the way I can see why you're in charge of it because as you're explaining and talking about tastes and the brewing I am i'm jonesing for a cup of coffee right now like <laughs> so you're doing a very good job you're selling me extremely <laughs> well on on your on your
1: best. well we're very passionate we've, we've you know as a business allegra group you know i'm the founder of the company and the kind of the generator of most of you know the, of this idea as a i'm not the i'm not the kind of brand vision behind this i was the generator of the original idea and the idea of the festivals and you know we all here at Allegra are, are, are so passionate about coffee and what coffee means to you know both communities giving back as well as the product itself you know uh and the yeah and the community and the conversations that coffee brings so you know we're all we all feel incredibly blessed and and to work in such a passionate industry where you know, people who will attend this—they they won't be casual people that stumble on it. Right. These will be people that are, you know, living and breathing. I and mean, I was outside a um, one of our local cafes, and there's just a woman and a man sitting down with a bicycle. They'd been for a ride, they'd stopped to get a coffee, probably, you know, at the end. I, I don't, I don't know whether they were in between, you know, whether they were going on a, on a, on a cycling kind of ride you know all, all around London and that, that was their first or their last pit stop that seemed like their last pit stop and you know the woman just turned around and says I love coffee you know I really love it I love it you know <laughs> and it's she's just you know a person that was and it's it was it that moment after the bike you know ah, that little reward was it the sitting down with her friend Um you know and having that ch- chat and conversation or was it the actual taste of the coffee i bet it was all three
0: mhm
1: and that's the magic of coffee It's and an
0: enhancement know. it's a add on it's, a, it's exp- a reward onto the day it's a functional benefit <laughs> functional benefit like it it covers it's- of the uh, of the bases in your eye right, like it, it is it is a part of how one's a majority of people in a lot of ways start and if you think about what that even means like it's a, it's a it's a pinnacle part of how someone begins uh what their day is going to be about in a lot of
1: ways so yeah yep. it, it has an emotional reaction to your audience no coffee no worky <laughs> some people say <laughs> um but also yeah just you know many people can't start their day you know, talk to me after I've had my first coffee.
0: That's right. That's right. That's why there's so many uh, foul language mugs in terms. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that do that. Uh, well, Jeffrey, I, I, I want to thank you so much for for, for taking the time, to, the one Thank that I'm short out in the world I wish was like, if smell vision existed, that would be so great right
1: now. Right. Like yeah. Just, well, it's coming. I'm pretty sure there's coming. going to come a time when we're going to, uh, I don't know what this thing would look like, but it'll be, you know, and these tech guys will invent it, you know, imagine a coffee that tasted like this and that and this and, somehow 3d printing or whatever i know water will probably be part of it forever um it will be in front of you as if in a you know beyond the hologram uh you know these days are probably not too far away but luckily luckily uh in 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 all it's you know in all honesty here luckily the one thing that we can't do away with digitally is that beautiful, blessed cup of coffee. A hundred percent.
0: I I agree with you. And and, and on that note, I'm going to go grab another. <laughs> another Excellent.
1: Uh, thank- I've had five today. I don't think I can have any more. Um, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> got to leave some for the others.
0: <laughs> your, you you've hit your limit. Good,
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're kind of like, if I want to sleep tonight, it's, yeah, it's, you know, right. it's 20 to five in the, you know, Wednesday evening. And uh, I think I... Uh, yeah, I probably want to sleep tonight.
0: <laughs> well, well, thank you so much again. You're, you're welcome. The uh Global Coffee Festival starts on October 30th and runs till
1: the, to the 31st. It, it's, it's 30th, 31st, and the 1st of November. 1st of November.
0: All right, uh, thank you again. Great. For, for coming on the podcast today uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching some of your content it seems like you really got a great group of people together and I think anything for a real festival it really comes from the the creators of it who are should be equally as excited as the audience members who are attending and you definitely <laughs> you definitely cover that so good luck to you in uh, in, in this
1: crazy right. but well, going to be very educational endeavor that you guys are now doing. Yep. Looking forward to having everyone everyone participate. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Take care. Great. Okay. Bye bye.
0: Again, we want to thank Jeffrey so much for coming on the podcast today. If you want to find out everything about the Global Coffee Festival, go to GlobalCoffeeFestival.com. And if you want to follow us on the social media, guess what? You can. On Instagram, we are at ReturnOnExperiencePod. And Facebook, we are on Pod. You can also email us at ReturnOnExp at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. Talk to you next week. Take care.